0: brother You want to just scrap it? Uh yeah, dude. I could I could leave it. Like it's the whole beautiful. thing, the
1: whole idea, the whole show.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Right into the trash bin.
1: Maybe we do like a Gilmore Girls rewatch
0: instead. Oh shit, dude. I'd be totally down for Gilmore Girls. No, nah, it's already actually, a show. Shout out to Gilmore already, Guys podcast. Uh, I was gonna say, I think there's already two dudes who watch Gilmore Girls. Yes, yeah, that's
1: actually that's a headgun podcast so
0: there's two dudes, making a,
1: podcast about there's two about dudes making a podcast about anything you name it and we are two of those dudes welcome yes. back to the hill kings podcast i'm brad i'm chris <laughs> and we're here to talk about
2: how the fuck are ya? yeah
0: how's your day been? what's going yeah, down that's, that's pretty good it's a it's a deadline day at work so we're, we're not here to talk about work yeah man it's all good now that now that the workday is over but we generally
1: record these on fridays i have half days in the summer on fridays at my job and i work from home so i have been chilling for about two and a half
0: hours we all know what he's been doing what's that he's been probably playing the switch most likely i'm guessing
1: (laughs) no nope haven't played the switch
0: Uh uh-huh you've been ignoring your dogs
1: I've actually been playing with them. That's why they're sleepy. Uh, have you? What the
0: dog doing? Prepping a wonderful dinner for your wife? Uh,
1: actually, yeah. I made some sushi rice.
0: Ooh. Do you yeah. love rice? We were just talking about this, man. I do you love know? rice. Yeah. I'm a it's, fan of it's rice. There. It's in the lore. Brad loves rice. Everybody it's in knows. the ether even. Yeah. Uh, what's
1: this? What's this fucking episode, man? We're on Brokey. episode
0: five. This is episode five. Luan's saga season one it's so a Luan ep
1: another good one first Luan ep first luann centric ep yes. i'm a i'm a
0: big Luan stan i'm a, I'm Luannas- a luanniac and a stan yeah <laughs> a Lu stan even a Luanatic.
1: that's yeah. really good that's really yes. uh so we're gonna talk about the episode but if this is your first time listening, we like to do a little something, a little quirky, a little different before we actually talk about the episode that not a lot of rewatch podcasts actually do. We have a little segment on the show called This Week in
0: Arlen. Yes. Hit it. Lance saga. Hit it, Chris. Saga came out on uh, February 16th of 1997. Hit it. Oh, wait, this is my segment. This hey,
1: Week in back. Arlen. February 16th, 1997. Uh where could we have been in the world? What could have been going on in the world? Uh we like to start this segment by taking a look at the old TV guide. I know where I was. You were like a 3-year-old little little girl in Edmond, Oklahoma,
0: at my parents' house, yeah. Yeah, probably. It was it was probably uh,
1: bath time. Bathies. Yeah,
0: yeah probably. it's probably probably time
1: uh so here's a little glimpse we had uh we had homer's phobia which was a kind of controversial episode of the simpsons you know i always Mm -hmm. love to talk about the the preceding show to king of the hill uh this was the the episode with a simpsons podcast yeah i would love that that'll be the sequel but we'll only go up to season eight because that's when the show stopped uh getting good Mm, but this episode comments had a well no anyone who's a simpsons fan would agree with that uh the show is bad now um this episode had a gay character bart uh they meet a gay character and bart kind of starts to idolize and emulate him and homer is very threatened by that and threatened like by the fact that bart may or may not be gay and scared of that it's a very interesting episode uh uh, homer ends up taking bart hunting in the episode interesting yeah it's uh i haven't watched it in a long time but it would be interesting to uh to go back and and give it a give it a little look
0: yeah that's that's very interesting it looks like uh king of the hill by this time has got more viewers as well to yeah yeah i
1: i it would be interesting to see kind of what, I don't know how we would be able to learn this, but what the public perception was of The Simpsons versus King of the Hill at this time. Cause I would guess that it was blowing up in popularity after the first few episodes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I imagine. I imagine so. Uh- I believe it, uh, it took off pretty quickly. If you're if you're an old person who remembers when King of the Hill came, first came out, if you weren't in <laughs> diapers and still shitting on yourself... Hey,
1: I, I was definitely watching. Still, I was on only yourself. six years old, but I know I was watching The Simpsons every Sunday. Hell yeah. Uh, but aside from what was going on on Fox, not a lot that stands out. Uh, kind of your typical Sunday night lineup. Mm-hmm. You've got the Parenthood. You've got the Steve Harvey show. Third Rock from the Sun uh, was up against King of the Hill. Touched mm-hmm. by an Angel. I mean, some Sunday night outtakes. movies. Yeah. yeah, Animal Outtakes and America's Funniest yeah. Home Videos are yeah. are always on here, but look always the, interesting to see. Look
0: at the names of the episodes for Unhappily Ever After. There's the new episode, The Potato Rebellion
1: and then halloween and then a bunch of roman numerals i don't even know what that that's is a, what is unhappily ever after seven
0: i don't even, i don't know what i'm is the
1: ever wb is. network even still a thing anymore um yeah probably
0: i know i know, I Steve don't know. Is. only oh, on the wb well, there was you know the uh animaniacs had their reboot not too long ago
1: well yeah but that was on hulu the, the Warner Brothers still exists as a as a media corporation. I was asking about the channel, man.
0: Oh, I don't
1: know. What is it? Come on. Pay attention. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Number one song in the country was Wannabe by the Spice Girls.
0: And it has been there ever. It's
1: been ever since. number one in my heart ever since. This is a fucking one banger. Great. Hell yeah. All time nineties banger. Mm-hmm. I believe it. It It's still, Tony Braxton was still number one in the charts, but no longer in my hearts ah. on this day. Uh, so this is a
0: great song to request at a wedding. Yeah. You want to spice it up? Yeah. It generally is a crowd pleaser, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Early in the night. So
1: tell me what you want, what you really, really wow. But aside from that, that darn cat came out on Friday as well. I don't know if you remember that. Christina Ricci. Oh my gosh.
0: Congratulations to that darn cat for coming out. Pride. Yeah. That darn cat came out as (laughs) bye. He liked both of those people.
1: Yeah. Uh, This dude dropped 31 for the Celtics in a 130 to 102 dub over the Kings. Heck yeah. Look at that.
0: That's crazy numbers for the nineties.
1: Crazy numbers for the nineties and crazy numbers for this. This guy walks so Nikola Jokic could run. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just a big thumb ass looking eastern european guy and yeah. his name is dino which oh, i really love know, dude. personally dino raja so yeah, that's okay. classic classic dub for my boy uh it was also this king's 40th birthday oh, wow. you know who this uh, is uh lavar burton that's lavar motherfucking burton reading rainbow Hell, also yeah. a 90s staple
0: Yes, we we watched a lot of Reading Rainbow in elementary school. Yep.
1: So happy birthday to the king, mm-hmm. LeVar Burton, on this day, his 40th. Uh, earlier in the week, Fred Goldman, the father of Ron Goldman, offered O.J. Simpson to have all monetary penalties waived in exchange for a public confession. So uh-huh. this wasn't the main O.J. trial that was going on at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, O.J. had actually just been convicted in civil court to pay, yeah. I think it was like $8.4 million in a civil suit. He was found guilty. Yes. And this dude, the father of the the guy, uh, Ron Goldman, who was OJ's wife's boyfriend, who got fucking beheaded, yep. uh, he was like, you don't have to pay us any money. Just tell us that you did it. Just mm-hmm. fess up to it. OJ still said no. Uh, he would, a year later, I believe, uh, go to prison for breaking into somewhere and trying to steal back all of his sports memorabilia yep remember that Mm -hmm. classic times classic times in the 90s uh classic conan alert uh this was from the friday episode of late night with conan o'brien uh Little Easter egg in here. Try to spot the future national treasure who was an occasional sketch actor on the show at the time on the I day.
0: Big, I wasn't a big crowd. <laughs> 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 oh, All
2: right. Tony. Now, uh, whether is. whether you're a man yeah, uh, or a woman, here's another great so reason to be glad you're not in a relationship on Valentine's Day, folks. There's a lot of newly discovered sexually transmitted diseases out there. Nope. It's true. <laughs> there's the dreaded moss crack. <laughs> There's the terrifying nipple epilepsy, and worst of all, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> genital humming. I've got that. He seem to mind that much. He doesn't mind that much, no, the genital humming, something. no. Now, uh, if, ladies and gentlemen, after right, all this, comes. you're still upset about being alone, cheer up. There are so many fun things you can do all by yourself. It's true, like choking the chicken, <laughs> shellacking the carrot, flicking the bean, waxing the bishop, petting the little man in the canoe, and finally, spanking the monkey, which we're all you catch who that was?
0: It's a little grainy and my eyesight's not too good. Who was that? That was Amy Poehler, dude.
1: That oh, was a young Amy young Poehler. Young Amy Poehler. Before she had done anything, before SNL, like she was still just doing improv. Uh, they would occasionally have her come in to do sketches on Conan because Conan thought she was really funny. Uh, she would often play Andy Richter's little sister. But yeah, randomly Amy Poehler appeared on on Conan's Valentine's episode in a wow. sketch. Shout out. Yeah, shout outs to Amy P. And uh-huh. that that'll do it. This week in Ireland and we're back. Should we should we jump into this episode?
0: Yeah, baby. I'm 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 driving them over for this one. All right. This is it's episode 5. <laughs> I... It is already known, even through the first couple of episodes, that I am a Luann fan. I've A Lu already- Stan. A Lu Stan. Uh I've already picked her as my King of the Hill once, I believe. Maybe twice. Who knows? Um Hill King. Hell yeah. Uh how did how'd you feel about this episode? I
1: liked it. I didn't think that it I definitely didn't remember it. It wasn't like a standout episode for me.
0: Yeah, I thought I did not that.
1: Like story structure wise, it was pretty solid. I thought it was mm. very sweet. I thought that the ending was was very nice and sweet. Yes. And I actually like teared up a little. Um, yeah. I thought that Brittany Murphy's performance, uh, as Luann, if you don't know, she is voiced by Brittany Murphy, R.I.P. to the goat. I thought that her performance was quite good.
0: Yeah. Uh, this one, like you said, I didn't really remember that much about it. Um, it's got, a lot of really nice jokes to it i think that they you know were trying to make some pretty big uh i I feel like some of the statements they were making for hank and uh we'll get to the part about him expressing his emotions in a bit yeah uh was very like ahead of its time almost for what you would like you know uh men nowadays are a lot more open to hearing uh criticisms of the way they deal with the world and things uh, they are so maybe it's the ones <laughs> i know some of them are some are yeah. actively turning against it but
1: um, i think there's a especially online there's kind of a resurgency of uh misogyny and toxic masculinity yeah just the sure. kind of like manosphere andrew tate head red-pilled moron idiot clown ass stupid yeah um, oh no stop uh, no i'm not a hero i'm not a hero stop stop uh,
0: just in terms of what uh they were trying to express with with hank it was it was pretty i I think ahead of its time and i don't necessarily know if they did the best job of making you know a point on it i feel like maybe they could have. who knows we'll see yeah
1: I think that they made a good point of showing how repressed Hank is and sure. how like out of touch he is with his emotions. But let's get into it. Let's talk about oh, it. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's fucking talk about the episode.
0: Well, uh the ep starts out we don't get a cold open in this one. It just goes straight to theme song uh on this episode. It's a hot and, open. Uh Yeah, it's a hot open. Uh little connection point here in the opening credits or in the opening theme song, the uh, sped up activities of the alleyway. Uh, We do see uh, Buckley picking up Luann on a motorcycle pretty much every time on the episode. And uh, Buckley is uh, mostly going to be off screen for this episode, but you know, it's uh, Buckley's got a role to play here. So um, the episode starts out after the theme song, Peggy and Luann are doing aerobics in, uh, in front of the TV I had a funny note in here that uh, Luann says, okay, Aunt Peggy two more. And then the tape goes five more. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Peggy's like, uh, I thought you said two. And Luann says, you can't predict this tape. I've seen it enough to know.
1: As if it changes every time. Yes. I um, loved their outfits in this mm-hmm. scene. Um, and that was also a, like a pretty, I don't know if you had any like family members or family friends that did the mm-hmm. workout tapes thing. I had shout out Z. to my uh, aunt Nancy. Mm-hmm. I remember she did one. It was like a Tybo.
0: Yeah. Remember dude, that? Tie-bo. That was also a crazy. Yeah, dude. Shout out to my aunt Lala. She did Tybo for Ooh. sure. Yeah. Real, real, uh, real family heads. Uh, no, Aunt Lala. Um, <laughs> yeah. Bobby, Bobby comes in, joins in. Uh, And seems to pick it up like right off the bat. Uh, It's almost as if Bobby's done it before. Uh, I just loved the image of the three of them kind of doing their little dance kicks. It's very funny. Uh, Hank comes in, tells him to stop that and turn it off. And Luann says, uh, you know, he's Bobby's not just dancing. He's um, like tightening his thighs and firming his buttocks or something like that. And Hank says, watch your mouth.
1: Yeah. Hank Hank being threatened uh, is a common through line in yes. a lot of episodes, but this one in particular.
0: Yeah. So then we get uh we get a scene or we hear off screen uh Hank tripping and falling over something. Uh and then we get our first setting glimpse into Hank's den, uh, which we've talked about on other episodes as a, a kind of a, one of the rarer locations in the house that we don't get to see. <clears throat> quite as much we're you know we're mostly in the kitchen and in the living room or bobby's bedroom uh but we get to hank's den which is cluttered uh because luann has been living in it Um, and spoiler
1: alert it's not gonna stay his den very much longer no
0: because luann is hopeful that buckley is going to ask her to move in together um so we got a funny little bit of back and forth with uh, Hank and Luann. Hank has just seemingly entered the room for no purpose, uh, but is kind of like just generally upset that his den is not in the state that he... Well,
1: he just to wants it. to go in there. See, he says that he wants, he wants to, to just go in stuff. there to to look at stuff and maybe be inspired, which I can relate to. If you're yeah. watching this on YouTube, uh, number one, hit the goddamn subscribe button, asshole. Yeah. What's wrong with you? And like it too, leave a comment. Uh, But if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I have a very, definitely not a man den, a man cave type of situation. It's just filled with little Little boys' den. Yeah, Yeah, it's It's the dream of a of a nine year old me, essentially. Mm -hmm. And I just come in here and look at shit.
0: He's got a picture of a butthole back there. That's a spider. It's
1: a real tarantula. His name is Concord.
0: Call your butthole, man. Yes. I call it my fuzzy spider. My um, <laughs> so yeah, Hank's, Hank's just generally miffed that his, you know, space is in his space or whatever. Um, we get a little glimpse here of Luann maybe having some quote unquote daddy or father issues. Um, Cause she's, she mentions, is it going to be, isn't it going to be nice? Uh, Uncle Hank going from uh, daddy to you to Buckley seemingly that a, a lot of her life Luann is, um, has been attached, uh, just um, maybe kind of to men. It's I, I thought that was interesting that Which she pointed Hank that out. can
1: relate to. Hank's got his own daddy issues.
0: Uh huh. Truly, it uh, the scene ends uh, because Luann is just suggesting things that he might be interested in. She's like, mm, "Do you want this record?" Uh, and then she was like, mm, "Do you want this tackle box?" And Hank's like, "Well, actually, yeah, that could be that could be I true. could reorganize <laughs> that." So she's she's able to get him pretty distracted um then uh we get we go out to the alley uh where the guys are drinking beer and buckley rides up on his motorcycle and is just being loud uh, get
1: a muffler and, get a muffler cut i love how offended are they calling? are by how loud his moped is like they're all just like screaming at him and he's so yeah. confused he's like oh huh? he seems yeah. like he's generally confused most uh, of the time but
0: uh dale asks hank um you know uh why do you let him why do you let Louanne date that hairball? Uh and Hank um says, you know, it's none of my business. She's not my daughter. And he seems, you know, kind of bummed and upset about it. So Hank's Hank's obviously, you know, kind of upset, you know, seemingly, I don't care. Um, this whole I don't care thing uh from Hank is is gonna be a, a central theme. But um Buckley picks Luann up, drives like two houses down the alley. <laughs> We see and them then Hank's like, off. I feel
1: like they should be further having away by now.
0: Yeah, out <laughs> of my sight by now. Uh and uh Luann comes running back. She has been broken up with um and the guys in the alley just do not know what to do with crying Luann. Uh Boomhauer's talking about Bengal birds birds flying, birds flying low, low flying low this time of year. Um Luann runs inside and uh the guys yeah don't don't know what to do about it. Bill there's a funny line from bill here uh that says uh must be a breakup because the last uh last time i <laughs> ran into a house crying that's what it was um and there
1: is another uh another reference to bill's divorce in this episode mm-hmm. i did uh i did not have time but i did mean to pull a sound <laughs> of crying,
0: but let's just...
2: hey my name Dang old birds, man, flying low this season, man. It's probably a dang old awkward, man.
0: <laughs> Her cry. Just, Her cry is so good. It's, brilliant. Uh, and it gets more guttural. Yeah. Uh, and more, I've seen it described on the internet as donkey-like. Uh, <laughs> which is <Fiction>. true. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, She, uh, she's doing a lot of crying. Peggy, Peggy comes home, uh, and she says, "Look what was on sale!" And she's got like a big string of like chili peppers, of, mm-hmm. like red peppers that you would hang, like dried peppers, which I think is pretty fun. Yeah, Luann's doing a whole bunch of of uh, of crying, trying to drown her out by just turning on his saw and leaving it running on the table next to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh,
1: yeah, I. In this scene where he's trying to drown it out and he's in like a little shop situation and like looking Mm -hmm. through the windows, I saw noted, I think it was on the fandom website, Mm -hmm. that room that he's in is never seen again.
0: Yeah, I was a little bit curious about that as well. And my thought was maybe that depending on the layout of their house, um, there could be a window into the garage. Yeah, maybe. He's maybe in the garage, and there's a window here on this wall, and then this wall would be the kitchen window, like where my face would be. Yeah, there. but it doesn't it, look yeah, familiar. Confused me. Yeah, Hank says something at the dinner table when Luann is cry, uh, <laughs> crying. He tries to change the subject uh, really quickly <laughs> at the dinner table, uh, and he says, uh, you know, I was almost killed at work today, and he <laughs> cuts him off. And we don't hear anything else about it. So yeah. apparently Hank was almost killed. And that
1: was one of my, fa- I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then yeah. she puts down some fish sticks and that, that triggers Luann too. That
0: triggers Luann. Hank and Peggy are, you know, um, lying away uh, because Luann is crying in their bedroom and Peggy says, it's okay. We're past the first hump. Only seven more humps to go. Um, <laughs> Peggy immediately jumps into action. Um, and is you know consoling Luann and supposedly has a kind of laid out plan for how this is supposed yeah Peggy's kind of like
1: an oracle like a feminist oracle there's a there's a scene later on where it's just like Peggy seems kind of mystical she knows that there's a very specific process and a very specific Mm uh a very specific way to deal with this type of thing
0: yeah Peggy Peggy think you know knows the plan knows what to do uh, Hank, basically for the rest of this episode, is going to try to go into I'm just going to fix it mode. Um,
1: well, after he tries Peggy's method, Peggy essentially tells him yes. it, it needs to take as long as the relationship to get over it, and then she uh-huh. can move on. And Hank says, it's going to take three weeks? So yeah, her and Buckley have weeks. not been together for very long. Yeah, um, But Peggy tells uh, tells Hank to say to Luann just all you need to do she needs to hear it from a man just tell yeah. her she's pretty
0: you look pretty three words nothing more is is what Peggy says just tomorrow Hank just tell her you look pretty
1: and the scene um, where he tries it is so funny like I he
0: just a, uh, it, it is it is very fun that's going to be our next scene um here oh uh, yeah they're in the bed before that yeah they're in the bed discussing it uh and that's that's where Peggy tells him to uh tell her to look pretty but um hank uh you know says that he's gonna try to fix it and peggy says i don't think you have the tools for it um and then she she brings up how hank was whenever her aunt died (laughs) hank uh she goes i thought i thought i i thought you said i did a good job of of helping you uh and peggy is like huh what oh yeah you did uh, well he said
1: she said you kept grabbing me by the ray, the waist and asking waist if i wanted to wrestle
0: to wrestle yeah what the fuck <laughs> yeah he's just apparently being like hey let's wrestle yeah what the fuck <laughs> it's funny that hank thought that he was doing a good job in his recollection of yeah. that, and it's funny that peggy lied to him yeah i mean she's like yeah it's fine That's probably something that Peggy is frequently doing with Hank is just uh, protecting his
1: feelings because he does Mm -hmm. seem for such a manly man. He is a very sensitive little guy. (laughs) (laughs)
0: guy. He is a very sensitive guy. Uh, So the next morning we we uh, we open on a scene of Hank watching some TV of two guys (laughs) cooking a steak. And one of them that was also great. One of them flips it and he's like, no, God, flip the other one. And then um, here in this scene, before before we get to Luann crying, we are going to get our first Chuck Mangione.
1: That's right. Megalomart ad, right?
0: uh, They're watching the show. um, Let's make a steak. And then, yeah, uh, Megalomart commercial is going to come on. And that's where we get our first taste, our first appearance of Chuck Mangione. Classic character. Classic reoccurring character. I don't really know anything about Chuck Mangione's music. I know he's a famous horn player.
1: I genuinely didn't know that he's a real person.
0: You did not know Chuck Mangione was real? No, I thought it was just a King of the Hill character. No, Chuck Mangione is a real guy. He's a real, uh, he's a real horn player.
1: What? You didn't Know this, I wow. did not. I did not know yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> Chuck Mangione is a real person, okay. Uh, he voices himself, uh, so hmm. Chuck Mangione is a guest on this episode, voicing himself. And wow, apparently he's on, I think, like 10 episodes total. So we can do a little Chuck Mangione count, but this is our first, Chuck okay.
1: Mangione. First Chuck Mangione count, and mm-hmm. I learned something today,
0: yeah. Happy Friday oh. to you, wow. Um, so yeah, Lou there, she's watching the commercial. Uh, and she says, you know, that used to be Buckley's aisle. Uh, and she's <laughs> crying, and her makeup is running.
1: Okay, I've uh, got, I've got that right here. <laughs> uh,
2: you look pretty. I was
0: dumped. Three words, nothing
2: more. You look
1: pretty, nothing more.
0: <laughs> Why aren't you saying anything?
1: <laughs> she just screams nothing. in his face. Yeah he just says uh, it that's all peggy told him to do
0: yeah he says he says nothing more what she says why aren't you saying anything uh and hank hank kind of um he he does decide he's going to say something else uh and he says you know i never liked that buckley he was a loser uh and is like i was dumped by a loser <laughs> so he kind of makes it worse uh by what he says there and then um After that, we're going to kind of jump into Uncle Hank's way of getting over this. because, Which
1: is repressing your feelings.
0: Yes, I was going to say, the next stream of dialogue that comes out between Hank and Luann is essentially Hank saying to just repress your feelings. It's essentially
1: what all boomer men and women do. Yes. And how I was taught to feel things growing
0: up. Mm-hmm. They says try holding it in, stick it into a little pit in your stomach, and don't let it out.
1: How are you? How are you with expressing your feelings? Crisp. Um,
0: so, so anyone
1: uh, anyone that's watching this that maybe is a small child,
0: know that I was particularly fairly emotional.
1: Oh, you were, a, were a little emotional.
0: bitch. Emotions. Some would say that yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did a lot of crying. crying a lot of crying. A as, as, a, as a kid uh but then yeah uh you definitely uh as as you get uh you know into the elementary you know the school age years it, it then automatically uh turns to uh you know got to bring all that shit in um uh, so yeah I, yeah i, I, had I did time. a
1: lot of crying too actually i think mm-hmm. that that might be why you and i relate i wow. was also somewhat of a little bitch boy little
0: crying bitch boys yeah um <laughs> but then then yeah, you know that uh you know suck it up, be a man, don't cry about it, mm-hmm. uh shit starts getting taught and you know
1: then we learn to,
0: to swallow it. Put it in our stomachs deep yeah. down. Uh Luann, after you know, she gives that an attempt. Uh, and she says, uh, am I supposed to feel a, a pain, a sharp pain underneath my rib? And Hank's like, yeah, that's how you know it's working. And, he goes, yeah. and then you take that pain and put it in your stomach, too. Yeah,
1: you're not sad anymore, but your stomach hurts.
0: Yeah. Uh, in fact, I think uh, Luann does say um, something about that. She says, I don't feel sad anymore, but yeah, my stomach hurts. Um, Hank brings up Bill again here in this yes. scene uh it says he went through the worst divorce this county has ever seen and you don't see him crying and then we get a a, a cut over to bill just closing the blinds and then you standing in crying. front
1: of his window staring off into the distance and then sobbing yeah i love bill
0: yeah i love bill too um so then we see hank and luann are uh eating cookie dough around the table and kind of uh kind of dishing um eating eating cookie dough raw and um Luann says you know that hank says it's almost like ice cream Luann says you know they make ice cream with cookie dough in it and hank says damn sister get my keys
1: (laughs) i love that they're just sitting around kind of talking shit too
0: yeah yeah they're they're uh they're kind of doing that yeah just just talking shit on your ex phase of the breakup but um hank and luann come home from the grocery store and they're laughing and peggy is like where were you luann we were supposed to you know cry together uh at this point in time and luann is in a better mood she seems to be like you know happy and laughing on the outside um luann goes to bed um peggy confronts hank about getting in the way of the natural breakup process uh hank kind of brags and he's He's saying he says, uh, uh, I'm not saying you're not good, I'm just saying I'm better.
1: And I this scene he just like he cuts her off and says, You look pretty. Yes. She says, Oh, thank you. And then he just says it again, You look pretty, Peg. Mm-hmm. And it just fully works.
0: Yeah. He he says using that he, her
1: own tools against her.
0: He uh he says he approached it like fixing a carburetor, and it was actually kind of fun, like fixing a carburetor. <laughs> So yeah, Hank sets about to fix Luann. Uh, so that's that's gonna be kind of what some of the some of the inner conflict is gonna be about, you know, this fixing versus just, you know, hearing her out. Um, and the like. But yeah, it is pretty funny that he he derails Peggy by saying you're pretty and she says, Well, thank you. And then she starts to go back into the point that she was making and he just says it again that you're pretty. Uh. Classic. Yeah, and that's where we get our first uh, commercial break is after that. So the first the first half was Luann getting broken up with. Commercial alert. <laughs> um, yeah, back from commercial break, we see the gang pulling into Ugly's Saloon and Country Dancing.
1: A country bar, which uh, I actually recently went to a country bar in Texas it, when I was it, there for a work retreat. No. Mm-hmm. Uh I went with a bunch of uh New York and LA people uh-huh. that I
0: work with. Was that the place we met up?
1: No. Um Oh no. yeah, you guys went line dancing. Yeah, I think the following night we went to like a country dancing live music type bar because it was uh, such a novelty for all of uh-huh. the uh to those the West coast, coast and east coast uh-huh. LA. And... Two step at all? Not really. I didn't really do any dancing. There was a gentleman in a wheelchair that was just rolling around the bar, hitting on every woman that he could find. And his, uh, his game, his like pickup method was to just drive into them. And then they would look like turn around expecting to be like offended and then look down and see that it was like this old dude in a wheelchair. And then Uh they would apologize. And then he would just start hitting on them. Uh, I ended up having to tell him to leave us the fuck alone because he was just harassing all of the nope. and then he got kicked out for smoking a cigarette inside. Heck yeah. Yeah.
0: Heck yeah. I mean that that has to have worked for him. I doubt at it. At some point in time. Who knows, man? I, I doubt it. Look at you being ableist. No, it's not that. It was that he was <laughs> creepy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm fucking with you. Why? Wow. wow. Um, so yeah, they they pull up to Uglies for some dancing uh it's the whole gang um so it's it's Hank and Peggy Bill and Boomhauer and then Dale and Dale and looking uh,
1: for a man with a round muscular butt
0: yes uh they they're in the they're in the parking lot and uh they they tell the girls to go in first cuz they have to help Bill close his jeans <laughs> <laughs> they're like you all go there. we got to help Bill close his jeans very good um they are uh Hank lays down the plan for the boys that they're trying to find a new man for Luann and don't tell Peggy about it. Dale asks what kind of guys Peggy or uh Luann likes. Uh, and Hank gets a bunch of visions that come to his head. One of Buckley riding a motorcycle, one of a guy uh tattooing himself, and then the nasty, last image nasty we tattoo men. We get um the last figurative person in a in hank's head that we see is a guy in a black flag t-shirt banging his head against a tree we get a subtle nod to the band black flag in this episode as someone that uh a black flag listener would be somebody luann would date uh but i I did
1: love uh the that dale was looking for a guy with a round muscular butt that was one of my favorite
0: there's there's another little like a little bit side eye ish stuff from dale this episode so the one thing about science science proving uh, men women want a man with a round muscular butt and saying he's going to look for a man with a round muscular butt and, there's and then another, when he's at the urinal yeah he's at the urinal later <laughs> on and he says to this guy you seem like a regular guy <laughs>
1: was he talking about his
0: dick um uh, who knows but um you know uh it, it was a little it was a little sus um Inside of the bar, yeah. Um we see John Redcorn is there. He John Redcorn came separately. Uh but seems like he
1: always is around Mm -hmm. where they
0: go. He uh he immediately says, uh Dale, I bought you a beer. Can I dance with your wife? And (laughs) uh Dale says, take her, and then yeah, sucker (laughs) under his breath. John Redcorn swoops in to dance with Dale's wife
1: and uh hank tells bill to dance with peggy to keep her mm-hmm. distracted to while her he goes pie. and looks for a man and yes. then finds the biggest fucking bozo in the world
0: he he sees a couple other folks first he sees a man with a ponytail uh he turns that person down he says no he sees him at the bar and then he sees a, a, a guy turn around with uh, kind of a large piggish nose and he's like well maybe um <laughs> We get a little Boomhauer lore here. Uh, he's oh, yes. To a guy at the table and telling this guy at a table that Luann will go Dutch on dates, which is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> and then uh, a gal, a random gal, uh, walks up to Boomhauer and says, You smell nice, want to dance. Uh, and then uh, we find out that um, Boomhauer wears uh, CK1 as his chosen fragrance. So, a little Boomhauer lore there. Yeah, he wears some, wears some CK1. Bill tries to Peggy catches sight of Hank looking around the bar and uh, Bill quickly distracts Peggy, uh, takes her over to Souvenir Gulch. Um, Bill says, you know, I I can't remember the steps. And Peggy says, you know, just leave it to me. And uh, the rest of this bar scene, we're going to hear a lot of Peggy, you know, calling out dance steps. Um, Apparently, Peggy's a pretty good dancer. Yeah.
1: Bill Bill seemed to hold his own, too.
0: Yes. uh, In fact, Bill, uh, or at the end of their song, uh, Peggy says, Bill, you have to, you should have more confidence in yourself. And she goes, take it from me. You're, you know, a pretty good dancer. So we actually do get a really nice line of, uh, of, you know, Peggy telling Bill to be more confident because he is a good dancer, which I thought was very sweet. Uh, it was a nice, you love to see it. But then, yeah, Hank, uh, Hank spots a man who fills his criteria, yeah.
1: Man. I think Hank kind of wanted to fuck this guy.
0: Yeah. Uh Hank,
1: American Hank, flag shirt, cowboy little, hat, belt, belt buckle. buckle.
0: Mama cooks with love. He says uh he starts just asking him questions. This guy's name is Wade. Uh and he says, Love your mama? Yep. Does she grill? Yep. With propane. Uh, yeah so and then Hank you see finds... Hank get a
1: little hard.
0: Yeah, dude, he gets a little bit of a man crush. Uh
2: <sighs> I'm about to bust. <laughs> <laughs> But
0: uh, Hank uh, Hank gives uh, Luann a little pep talk at the table and encourages her to um, to go, uh, you know, dance with with Wade or what have you. Peggy's a little bit unsure, you know she's she's trying to listen to her heart. Uh, and Hank uh, Hank chastises her for that and says, "Your heart works for you. Your, your heart is your employee. Your now employee, tell to, yeah. Tell it to get up off its butt and get to work and." Um, so uh she says, you know, I'm gonna give it a go or what have you. Um, and then uh they leave the dance hall pretty much after that the scene yeah. ends.
1: We also get Peggy uh and Hank dancing. Uh Hank says that Luann's gonna get a ride home with a friend. Uh yes. and Hank says, You sure worked up a sweat. <laughs> and she says, It's not my sweat. Yeah, it's Bill's She's sweat. She's just covered
0: in Bill's sweat. Yeah. Um, Hank looks pretty dang snazzy in the stance. He's got a he's got a cool, yeah, he's trying black to pick up dudes. Western shirt, he's got um black boots on. His boots are not brown in this scene. Um so yeah, he's he's looking pretty sharp. Well, yeah, you got to
1: wear black boots with a black shirt.
0: It's the same pair of blue jeans though it looks like
1: Well, they're probably his good blue jeans.
0: Hell yeah. Uh Bill is wearing a uh his normal uh you know, white tank top with a vest and a really turned up cowboy hat. But yeah, then we go back to the house. Hank is cooking a little bit at a late night dinner for the house. It looks like Bobby asks if Luann is going to marry her new boyfriend.
1: And Bobby is also just filling his entire plate with ketchup, mm-hmm. which I liked.
0: Yeah, there'll be another ketchup reference here. Later yeah, on cats up episode. also. Yeah. Um Buckley pulls up outside of the house uh, and I think um Hank comes out and he says, those chocolates better be for me. And Buckley is like, Oh uh, uh, no, they're for me later.
1: <laughs> they're for me for later. And he's also shirtless, right? Uh
0: yes, I think so. Or he might just have a vest on.
1: I think he's shirtless, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh he is shirtless in the beginning of the episode. He just has his Megalomart vest on. It's hot. But yeah, um, Peggy asks, you know, what was that? Hank says it was Buckley and that he sent him away. And and Peggy's like, Well, why would you do that? Luann wants Buckley back, um, and Hank is like, no, she's with Wade now. um you know, we don't need Buckley anymore he's she's with this man um, and then we get uh, Peggy's will, yeah,
1: Peggy's feminist acid trip.
0: yes, before this though before before Peggy kind of shouts him down for meddling, um Hank, we get a interesting line from Hank that's uh he says football players know how to treat women right. Yeah, was like his criteria for treating women right was all yeah. of these aspects of manliness.
1: He also says you don't know he runs fast.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was
1: that's the criteria for being a a good partner is you yeah. can run fast and play for football. Hank. For Hank, it is and yeah. wear a wear a nice belt buckle.
0: Peggy, Peggy does go on a, a monologue about um interfering in the rights uh and rituals of women's breakups and how they've uh it looks easy uh what women have been doing for thousands of years but you know they had to learn how to subtly manipulate relationships yeah and there's Uh, a bunch of
1: like feminist like iconography and imagery Mm -hmm. behind her there's like a little like whoosh of like hank's head on a platter yeah and it like spooks the shit out of hank I love that might have been my favorite part of the episode.
0: Yes, I I definitely liked that. It was a, was a very funny scene of of um because yeah Hank's Hank's just trying to fix it. Uh he's 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 messing around a little too much. Um we after Peggy's chastising Hank, um we see you know a car pull up outside. Um Hank thinks that you know wade fixed up his uh his dodge just like Boomhauer's. just like boom uh, and then we do see Boomhauer and luann uh get out of the car uh and we get a nice long whoa uh, no Hank. yeah as we get a nice slow uh close-up of luann giving Boomhauer a kiss on the cheek uh and it cuts to commercial hey commercial
1: reveal. alert <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that, that middle third of the episode is yeah, them uh them going, uh Hank helping Luann and them going out. Yeah, we we pretty much cut right back to from the commercial break, right in into that scene. Um Hank asks, you know, what happened to Wade. She says that, you know, Wade uh, as soon as as soon as Hank left, Wade turned into into Mr. Hansey or Mr. Grabby. Grabby, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. Mr. grabby hands I think is is what um is what she called him and you know she says thank goodness that boomhauer was there um Hank seems to think that something has happened between boomhauer yeah, and he immediately ben.
1: jumps right into it calls yeah, boomhauer a no good um, immoral skirt chasing rascal
0: yeah he he Which is a weird way to talk about your
1: friend man
0: yeah um and Boomhauer tries to tell him that nothing happened. It wasn't like that, but Hank's not listening. Um, Hank, you know, obviously he he knows how Boomhauer is. And so I'm sure, um, or how Boomhauer seems to be. So I'm sure he's, uh, he's concerned that Luann is, is with Boomhauer here. But I also think he's very upset that, you know, just his, his fix didn't work out. So yeah, uh, they kind of, a little controlling from my yeah, man. Yeah, into a little yelling match. Um, Luann said she's going to stay at Boomhauer's house.
1: Well, she says, you're not my father. And Mm -hmm. he says, yes, but I am your landlord, which immediate (laughs) Hank is out of the running. I know that we're not at the segment yet, Uh but he's out of the running for Hill King for this episode for me because he called Mm -hmm. himself a landlord. Yep. Uh, And I don't like landlords.
0: We get a uh, we get a nice throwback to the beginning of the episode here whenever Boomhauer and Luann kind of speed off together. They only go two houses down. Again, yeah. just like Buckley in the beginning. Well, he's got to park his car. Uh yes. Um, after they're making all this noise and shouting, uh, Dale sticks his head out of his house and mm. he is yelling out, This uh this neighborhood's turning into Melrose, Melrose. Place. <laughs> which <laughs> is not our first Melrose Place effort reference. I think we Yeah, got- I think it was a pretty popular show at the time. We got Melrose Place reference in the pilot, Hmm. I believe. Uh, Boomhauer is complaining to the um, Child Protective Services worker. Hmm. Seth mentions Melrose Place. So, yeah, we get a Melrose Place mention, and then we see John Redcorn jump out of the window. With his shirt off. With his shirt off, and he puts his shoes on and runs away. Uh, Uh,
1: Boomhauer also mentions as they're leaving, he just says, like, oh, well, dang old women are from Mars. Yeah. Which we, if you guys aren't familiar with that, uh, relationship self-help book from the seventies, mm-hmm. uh, Chris and I were at an Airbnb in Washington a few months ago and found oh, a yeah. copy of it. We had a a few good, few good little readings from that weird ass book. Yeah. I don't Men know. Men are much from about Mars. It. Women are from Venus.
0: Yeah. Supposedly it's, it was very, very popular in the seventies. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it was probably problematic. Who knows? Um, sound off in the comments if you're from Mars or Venus and can give context Hank uh can't go to sleep and you know immediately sets about to getting his den back uh he's kind of upset and just leaf blows all her stuff off screen. and he's shoveling it and then he start to shovel it into a box and you know Peggy comes in and she asks Hank what he's eating and he says nothing and she's like are you eating your emotions and he's like whatever I don't care and you could see him just
1: Actually, physically eating his emotions, physically very swallowing good. his emotions. Yep.
0: um, he's, uh you know, Peggy says like this isn't about the den, is it? Um, this is about Luann, and he says, "I put a twenty-year roof out of her head, or about over her head, and a pull-out couch under the rest of her." <laughs> which is funny. You know anything about that twenty-year roof reference? I don't. Nah, sh- roofing shingles, brother. The shingles oh, okay. on your roof have a lifetime. 20
1: I've installed shingles. my fair share of shingles but can't say that I was paying attention too much when I was in high school and probably stoned while my dad was having me install just roofing haul shingles up. Yep, there's
0: yep. 20-year shingles, 30-year shingles, all types of different shingles.
1: I wonder what kind uh, of shingles my house has.
0: Um you should ask your insurance adjuster. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not going to do wanna... that. No. Um so, yeah, he he put a 20-year roof over her head and a pull-out couch under the rest of her, which I thought was funny. That
1: was good. I did love also in the following scene getting to see Boomhauer's place for the first yes. time.
0: Yes, uh, he's got a sexy lady on a car. Um, Luann says, you know, Boomhauer's got a, a pillow and blanket, and she says, oh, Mr. Boomhauer, you move so fast. Uh, and Boomhauer just puts the blanket on the couch and immediately goes back to his room. Um,
1: and we get a, like sigh of relief from luann because mm-hmm. I, I she i guess thought the implication was that she was gonna have to sleep with Boomhauer, mm-hmm. which rope
0: yeah <laughs> come on luann yeah um uh, i mean oh you think that she, she... should
1: have had to sleep with them is that what no. you're saying whoa whoa no, whoa whoa chris i do not i disavow everything that he's saying Ooh. about implications
0: no, I'm, I'm just saying the fact that that is where Luanne's head, at, it, yeah, head went is yeah. not Luanne's fault. That yeah, the, it's the, the patriarchy's fault. fault yeah. Am I right?
1: Yeah, let's go. We're back on board. It's the patriarchy's fault.
0: Oh, <laughs> We're in I don't valley. mean to
1: keep trying to cancel you, by the way, but it is very funny.
0: Yeah, uh, hilarious. Uh, <laughs> We get a, a quote from Hank about uh, her being, you know, she's my wife's brother's daughter. Doesn't get any closer than that. That is true. Yeah.
1: Oh, and this is the scene also where Bobby's doing the workout tape again with Peggy.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah. And this time in the workout, I don't know if you noticed this, Bobby. Uh, Bobby says he is going to do his own moves. Yeah. And so he starts to call out some dance moves to to Peggy, much like uh, the which... way that Peggy was calling out dance moves with Bill. Mm-hmm. We we only get tiny bits of Bobby in this episode. Yeah, not a very Bobby centric episode. Yeah, yeah. It's a, but well, it's,
1: the scenes that he was in, he did bring bring the chuckles and the guffaws. Yes.
0: But yeah, they're mentioning you know it's not it's not quite the same without Luann there. So the family goes to a uh, a buffet uh, a buffet, and uh, there they have. Uh, Like you mentioned, Bobby filling up his plate with ketchup in the background. At this buffet, they have eight kinds of ketchup and three kinds of catsup.
1: Is there a difference
0: Uh, between
1: ketchup and catsup?
0: I don't know. If you're a tomato, if you're a squash tomato, sound off in the comments and let us know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking Uh, it up right now.
0: They also have, uh, I thought it was funny, a little background imagery in this buffet. There's a fork bar which I thought was funny, and it looks yeah. like they have a lot of different, like, kind of shaped forks there. Nice little visual gag.
1: And uh, Hank orders a bowl of white gravy and a bowl of brown gravy, which yeah. is fucking disgusting.
0: Yes. He also asks before that if if that gravy is lumpy tonight.
1: Yeah. I do. I am a convert to white gravy. If don't you are not like from the gravy? South...
0: Huh? You don't know about white gravy? No, dude? I
1: do. I do. I do. I do. Of course. I lived um, in the South for, like, 13 years Ooh. um when i first moved to oklahoma it would they would serve it we'd have like chicken fried steak Hell in yeah, the bro. cafeteria for lunch all the time I and i was like why are they serving us cum peppered on our steak bro. um and then i tried it and i was like this is fucking busting yeah dude, but did I you ever this was like definitely i think more of a thing in the south as well these like cafeteria style buffet restaurants mm-hmm like I know that like Golden Corral exists outside of the South, but it feels like a very south. There was like a place in Norman called mm-hmm. like Lubies or something. Yes,
0: so that's actually we see the place that they're going into. I don't think they have it spelled out as Lubies. Lubies. It was like Ludy's I think it was yes. like I think they meant to be yeah. It is supposed to be a Lubies, which is uh definitely a big, big thing in the house, if you know anything about texas history specifically but my family Uh,
1: would go to those we went the first time we ever went on like a road trip when we moved to oklahoma we like went to dallas and we went to golden corral
0: hell yeah dude (laughs) and i got
1: violently ill
0: yeah hell yeah dude because you went to golden corral your your little canadian stomach couldn't handle it
1: yeah my big canadian stomach at the time
0: i was a I was um, a large
1: boy in high school.
0: Your body was rejecting the United States.
1: Yeah, my body was also a wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did find the difference between ketchup and ketchup, if you want to, to know it. it. Uh, there is none. They're the same thing. Letters,
0: Letters is the only difference.
1: Yeah, I guess Heinz uh, changed their name. They, like, invented the word ketchup uh, in 18 or 1988 to distinguish. Well, they they first brought the product to market as Heinz Tomato Catsup, but changed the spelling to distinguish itself from the competitors.
0: Oh, interesting. Oh, and then Del Monte
1: didn't switch until 1988. But the reason that ketchup became a thing was because Heinz was just trying to differentiate themselves in the uh, in the market capitalism style.
0: Interesting. Uh, Well, here you never say you didn't
1: learn anything on the Hill Kings podcast. It's
0: been an educational day. Yeah. Um, In the buffet, though, uh, Luann gets kind of upset because Hank won't acknowledge her. Peggy, (laughs) Dad, it's Luann. It's right there, (laughs) Dad. Luann. Uh, and Hank, that's yeah. when he
1: orders the gravy
0: yeah that's when he orders the gravy but um, Hank notices Luanne crying a couple tables away and says you know her new boyfriend Boomhauer must have just broken up with her and Peggy says something underneath her breath and Hank you know says what what did you say and Bobby says um, Bobby kind of yells it out says uh, Boomhauer didn't dump her you did uh, oh
1: also Boomhauer goes up to try to talk to Hank Yes. And At the this might bar. be my hit, my favorite Boomhauer line so far. He says, uh, I, ain't, I ain't no dang Woody Allen, dang old Soon Lee. Yep. <laughs> Which also a very 90s reference. Uh, fuck Woody Allen. Not yeah. a hot take. Yeah, Cold I take.
2: Yeah.
0: That guy's a creep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of the epiphany that Hank needed Um was that you know he he was causing Luann harm by pushing her away and and being mad at her so that uh that kind of provides Hank's aha moment for the episode we then uh he he tells Luann um that you know she can come over tomorrow and get her stuff you know he wants her out of the house at the beginning of the scene and then mm-hmm. whenever she does come over to retrieve her stuff he's got the den uh all set back up well she comes and in
1: to... and says she's there to get her stuff and hank doesn't even like turn around to look at her he does the classic like it's all back there mm-hmm. and then you just go in and hear her like start to cry again
0: yep um but then yeah we have that that kind of pretty sweet moment there where um although hank really doesn't say sorry to her does he no he doesn't he just uh he just kind of says
1: she cries and says she loves him
0: yeah uh, but hank doesn't really apologize there
1: yeah very um, sweet gesture but also I-, I think that's like hank is a very realistically written character like obviously it's a mm-hmm. cartoon and things are exaggerated but especially in this episode
0: in 90s for sure it's
1: it, you don't hear a man of that era apologize or admit that they're wrong yeah the nice Although, gesture was very nice and very sweet and
0: heartfelt He's but he's not to able to a couple times. Yeah, that is true so far leading up to it but he's still you know I don't think particularly knows how to how to deal with Luann, but yeah that's definitely very very 90s blue collar dad. Well, did
1: he really apo- in the in the Wematanye episode did he really apologize to Bobby? I don't think he did.
0: Yeah, I don't know. He definitely I guess it's kind of, of our Bobby job to know
1: cuz we're yeah. kind of doing like a rewatch podcast yeah. but Chime in in the comments.
0: Yeah, I don't think I we guess. get an actual apology out of Hank this episode. But no, um, definitely not in this episode. There is a he he and Boomhauer do make up at the very very last scene. The post credits. Yeah. This episode, uh Boomhauer's just standing in the street. <laughs> Hank's like, "Is he still over there?" <laughs> and Dale's like, "Yep." And did you see Boomhauer? He's, He's just standing there standing down the street looking at them. Yeah, and so Hank Hank's like. I you know I hate to make a scene, but I guess let's get this over with. Uh, and Hank just says like, "Boom, Howard, you want a beer?" And then Boom, Howard comes back over, and that's how they squash their beef. Uh, just yep. yep, yep. Which that oh, is definitely. Uh, that reminds dude me. Culture.
1: That reminds me of a scene that we did not, well, not really a scene, but like a sh- short gag that we didn't touch on, where mm-hmm. they are on their last case of beer and they're splitting oh, yes. it up. Mm-hmm. and uh, Hank offers to split it all like two for each of them between him, uh-huh. Dale, and Bill and Bill's like, well, I'll just take it all
0: yeah, Bill, yeah, <laughs> I thought that was funny too I I, I had that written that we skipped over it. yeah, Bill just was like, I'll just take it yeah, yeah. classic good ep, uh,
1: we did it we got um, through the whole ass episode
0: it was uh, is, is very much uh, I've, I've seen dude friendships be mended like that uh oh I've and- had dude friendships be missed like <laughs> yeah i've seen I've seen that shit in real life uh very funny stuff oh yeah there at the end so what do you, what do you think about this episode how many how many of those uh how many of those beers are you drinking
1: how many beers am i gonna pull
0: how many Brewski out of the
1: cooler beers? out of the six pack to give to this episode Brewski i'm beers. feeling I'm feeling like a three and a half alamos on this one
0: yeah I think I'm only drinking three like I'm um, gonna
1: have three I'm gonna have three beers I'm gonna get a nice buzz going, and then I'm gonna start another beer, thinking that I'm gonna like send it for the night and then realize like I gotta go to bed
0: yeah I might you know i might I got only, yard work to do in the morning. I think I might only drink two of these beers. you're giving it a two damn I think I'm giving it two, and I'll tell you why it's because I think the problem that they presented with Hank just swallowing and eating his emotions doesn't really get resolved. He does make up with Ann, but the fact that he doesn't address his emotions is not. Yes.
1: Solved. Yes. I agree with that, but I think that that is more representative of Hank's character than it would be for him to fully embrace his emotions. I think if he did that, it wouldn't serve the character. It might be better yeah. for the story, Mm-hmm. like objectively but it wouldn't represent the character nearly as well so i don't think that taking yeah. points off for hank being hank
0: and i guess uh i guess if you solve that problem for him halfway through the first season you kind of yeah lose that kind the of entire rest yeah. of the show <laughs> you kind of has to stay out of touch with yeah. his emotions until like it's kind of a, a necessary finale.
1: part of his character. Yeah,
0: I guess that's true. But it's like they did present this kind of like seemingly large issue of, you know, men swallowing their emotions and and only, you know, being able to display anger. It's like a pretty big uh, problem for men. Uh, Very and,
1: true. But he does show yeah. progress in the episode.
0: Yeah, he shows progress. So we'll, we'll he shows a
1: willingness to learn and grow.
0: Yeah. And shows uh,
1: that he cares about Luin.
0: So since I'm driving the mower, I'll let you have uh have first pick of your of your king.
1: All right, we're doing our final segment then. Yeah.
2: God dang it Bobby, god dang it Bobby, god dang it, god dang it, god dang it Bobby, god dang it Bobby, god dang it, god dang it Bobby, 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 Bobby.
1: This is your first time watching. This is the part of the show where we crown the king of the hill, the hill king of the episode. Uh, this is completely up to us. We generally don't decide until the moment of I just made up my mind just now. It mm-hmm. can be completely esoteric, uh, based on whatever you want, uh, who you thought ruled the episode who was the mvp who do you got for your hill king for episode five of season one luan saga
0: I, I drove the mower so i'm gonna let you go first oh
1: you're oh yeah that's right i completely disregarded that you drove the mower so i'm gonna go first i'm gonna go with Luann. Luann. She she's in the luan. title i love her cry i thought that the performance by britney murphy was great i thought yes. that this was a fitting episode to put this week because valentine's day was a couple days beforehand and it was all mm-hmm. about love it was about breakups it was about emotions Uh and centered around one of my favorite characters and this was the first time that we had a Luann centric episode mm-hmm. we got a little bit more of establishment of well this is really the first time that we learn about Buckley being her
0: boyfriend
1: and mm-hmm. uh so yeah Luann I'm gonna give it to her
0: Yeah. Uh... I'm a Luan man, a Luan Stan myself, but a Lu uh, Stan, a Lu Stan. We're Luaniacs, uh, Luaniacs, Lithaluanians? No. No. no,
1: no,
0: that doesn't work. Uh, we'll keep <laughs> working on those. My hill king for this episode is going to be the humble Boomhauer. Uh, <laughs> uh, Boomhauer gets kind of put into an awkward position. <clears throat> for this episode and i think he handles it pretty well by just giving luann a place to yeah to kind of be and you know takes her to dinner he doesn't try anything with her he's pretty upstanding he gets he gets put in a tough spot yeah, Boomer's it's a good he, friend he gets his you know his friend kind of says some mean stuff to him so i think i think Boomhander. Boomhauer handled himself. Yeah. I think he boom handled himself
1: well. <laughs> Boomhauer boom handled himself quite yeah. well. I do agree. That is I almost went Boomhauer. I just had to give it to my girl Luanne, but mm-hmm. I respect that choice. If I had to choose a hill peasant for this mm-hmm. episode, it would have to be Hank. Yeah. Although he redeemed himself in the end and was a sweet, sweet, nice sweetheart, mm-hmm. he was just such a dick. But yeah. I did love the scenes of him and Luann kind of gossiping.
0: Yes. It 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 they have they had their fun moments. I think if I uh if I had a hill jester to proclaim that Bobby was great this episode. A hill jester,
1: were, yeah, definitely yeah. Bobby.
0: Yeah, it's definitely Bobby most of the <laughs> times. But we we only get him for like a couple brief glimpses and he's yeah. crushing it in every scene. And Peggy uh, was like the hill duchess, I guess. Mm-hmm. The duchy of Hilltown.
1: Yeah. Well, cool. We uh we did it. That's the end of the episode. Uh if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, I say this at the end every time, but give us a subscribe, maybe leave a rating. You can also check us out on the youtube.com. Just type in the Hill King's podcast or Hill Kings podcast. There's actually no the uh but you can subscribe there. You can turn on notifications you can comment. Uh you can also follow us on Instagram at Hill Kings Podcast
0: send on us. there. Send us your King of the Hill memes. Yep. Send King us memes, send us messages. And there's lots of really good King of the Hill memes. So yep. be tell sure us, us what us. we missed. If we missed anything. Mm-hmm. Tell yeah, us if there's any details you caught that we missed. Let us if know. If you have
1: ideas for segments in the future, we're open to all that shit.
0: Heck yeah, dude. Cool.
1: Well, right. uh, we'll see you next week for yeah. episode six. What's Ooh. the title of the next episode?
0: Oh, no. I wasn't prepared for this.
1: You're driving the mower, bro.
0: I am driving the mower, man. Oh, man. It's Hank's
1: Unmentionable Problem. Oh, ooh, exciting. I don't know what it's about. I have I don't I,
0: pre-watch this shit. I don't either, but I think if I'm just going to take a guess prediction and we'll find out if I'm right next week. This might be the episode where Hank gets like an obstructed bowel or is
1: it the narrow urethra? Is that cuz they've alluded to it a bunch of times? Yeah, but
0: that's not an unmentionable thing. We already know about that.
2: Yeah, I guess it's I pretty
0: mentionable. This, this might be oh. the one where he gets an obstructed bowel. I don't know. Join huh. us next week. Oh! All right. Well, that'll
1: do it for this oh, yeah. episode. Tune in next week. We'll see ya. Peace. It's get out
2: of here. <laughs>